Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Hello, today we get to speak with Terry Tucker. Terry is a motivational speaker and an author and just an amazing human being. Every time I talk to him, I feel like I'm just that much smarter. This guy is amazing. He has lived through an amazing experience and he's been through so much and he's come out the other side even better and always eager to learn, always eager to help people. And Terry is one of those people that when he speaks, you listen because you are going to receive gold. And so I am so honored to have Terry with us today. He is one of those people who really is intentional about creating the life that he wants. And, you know, here we're all about being intentional, being intentional with our decisions, being intentional about the life that we're creating, being intentional about what we do, because it's not enough to be busy. We must be intentional. So, Terry, thank you so much for being here with us today. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me on. I'm looking forward to talking with you. Oh, really appreciate you being here. And you have such an amazing story. And I mean, the things that you know and have lived through, and it is it, just amazing. So it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for being here today. One of the things that, that I would love to touch on and kind of get in this right away is your story. You've so many ups and downs and twists and turns and and so many people are going through things right now. I know several business owners who have had a pivot because of COVID, new entrepreneurs who have tried to start and haven't been able to. And so I would love to hear just you know a, a few tips for these entrepreneurs who are really just having a hard time getting back on their feet, where they feel like they're in reactive mode, where they feel like they get a leg up and then it kind of kicks them back down. Yeah. I Listening to you talk, I was reminded of a quote that I heard a long time ago from Winston Churchill, the prime minister of Great Britain uh, during World War II, who said, you know, when you're going through hell, keep going. Life makes it very easy for us to quit. You know, as soon as we, you know, we're, we're moving down a path and then there's an impediment that's put in our place and we quit, we stop and we want to blame, you know, we look to blame somebody, you know, very few people take responsibility for their own success and happiness. And so we look to blame, you know, we want to blame our boss or, you know, our parents or, you know, our station in life. And I think one of the things, especially when we get into those situations, we get into those dark places and things like that, it's important for us to, to not look inside, but to look outside. Like, how can I help? How can we make a difference? And, you, you know, your, your customers, you know, the people that are listening to us, they were smart enough to start a business, whatever that business is, whether it's a service business or, you know, more, more of a, you know, a white collar business, whatever that ends up being, they were smart enough to do that. They're smart enough to figure out how to, to manipulate that in such a way that, hey, you know what, people aren't coming to my brick and mortar store anymore. How am I going to get my whatever product that is out there? And then there, as you, as you and I were talking earlier, you know, there are the the mechanics. There are the things that, hey, you know what? I, I still have to have a car. You can't, you know, email me your car and things like that. I still have to to have something that I can work on. But how can you get out there and tell people, you know, alleviate people's fears? You know, it's like, hey, look, this is a safe environment. Here's what we do to disinfect, and here's how we wear masks, and here's how we do all this kind of stuff to make it friendly for you to come here and safe for you 
to come to our business. So I, I've always believed, and, and even from a small, small child, I've always believed that everything we need to be successful in life is already inside us. We, we just need to find it and pull it out and use it to our benefit. And, and I, I guess I'm kind of here, you know, I've done the same thing. I've had a lot of different jobs and I've, I've made a lot of pivots and things like that. And I think it's just important when you do that to follow your heart. I mean, what, what is your heart telling you? It's like, well, you need to have an open mind. Yeah, you do, but I think you need to have an open heart because that's, that's who we are. That's what we're about. And if you listen to that, and I know it's hard today because there's a million things going on, but if you can get in a quiet place and just think about, all right, here's the problem I'm having. How do I solve this? I can solve this. I know I can solve this. Just think about that for a while. And nine times out of 10, at least for me, things come to me in that moment, in that quiet moment. But getting quiet in, in, for a lot of people is very difficult, especially when you have family, got stuff going on at work. You know, you've got COVID and all the stuff on the media. So, you know, find that quiet place, figure it out. I know that doesn't sound like, boy, that's really tough here. You know, I really, did you, did you give me any good tips? No, you told me to be quiet. Well, sometimes maybe the simple things in life work for us. I, I love that. Listeners will know that a couple episodes back, I talked about that, talked about actually being quiet and learning how to, you know, listen to yourself. Because a lot of times, with especially with the distractions right now, we don't even know what we like. We we are reactive because we see this thing. And, you know, I was fortunate enough, and, and so were you because you're older than me, to be able to grow up in a place where we didn't have the ping of our phone all the time. And I still remember going to the library and having to look at index cards to find the actual book that I wanted. The walk to the library was very quiet because we didn't have an iPod. So <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes that, that, that skill that we developed actually is one of the reasons why we're able to persevere so many things because being able to get quiet seems to be harder nowadays than it than it was when I remember growing up. Yeah, I think, and, it, I mean, you know, I've read several articles that say, you know, on any given day, we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts that go through our brains. And, you know, if you think about that, I mean, many of them we don't, we're not even aware of, you know, I mean, they just kind of come in and go out. But, you know, if, if, if you think about that, our brains are are hardwired to avoid pain and discomfort and to seek pleasure. So to the brain, you know, the status quo, the way things are right now are good. Don't mess with them. You know, don't don't do anything. But but the only way we're going to grow, the only way we're going to get better is if we do that, if we step outside those comfort zones and we do things that make us uncomfortable. And I try to do this every single day of my life. I, I try to do at least one thing. It doesn't have to be a big thing that's <clears throat> potentially scary or you know makes you nervous or is potentially embarrassing because if you do that every day when the big things in life hit you and they hit us all you know we lose somebody that we love or you know we're living out of our car or our business fails or whatever it is when you do that every day with the small things you're going to be much more resolute much more resilient to handle the big things in life that many other people won't be able to handle because they've never challenged themselves. They've never put themselves out there. I completely <laughs> agree. And and one of those things is starting a business, started businesses, and, and you have this great speaking career, right? And I, I've also been, <laughs> been a speaker and done that. And with what's been going on, we've had to pivot a lot. And so I know that it doesn't matter what industry you are in, what you're doing, whether it's the brick and mortar, whether it's the speaking, whether it's service, whether it's product, that, that adaptation, that pivoting. But I would love to go back and if you could tell us a little bit about how you started your 
you're speaking and, and why you started it. I, I had people tell me I should, you know, and, and it's, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I, I talk, I've been battling cancer for 10 years and I, I talk about what's gotten me through that. And I believe in, in a lot, it's a lot of ways, it's what I call my three F's, faith, family, and friends. And I, I've certainly had, uh, I've had a deep faith in God for a long, long time. And, you know, there's that old joke that says, you know, when we talk to God, it's called prayer. When God talks to us, it's called schizophrenia. So, you know, I don't, I mean, by any means to say that, you know, God talked to me, but I think what God does to us is put people in our path that say, you know, hey, Terry, you should, you should, you know, start a speaking program or, you know, you should write a book or you should do whatever you, and, and I am certainly, you know, I'm not like, oh yeah, sure. I'm going to do that. I mean, I'm sort of resistant to that. It's like, you know, what do you mean speaking? I, I mean, who, who wants to listen to me or, you know, who wants to read a book that I wrote or something like that? But then more people say things like that. And I think I'm smart enough to realize that when multiple people make the same suggestion, I ought to kind of perk up and be like, hmm, well, maybe there's something to this. You know, you know, for me, maybe maybe it's God's way of saying, you know, hey, dummy, do what I tell you to do. Listen to these people kind of thing. So so that's kind of how I started speaking. And you know, I was certainly reticent to do it initially. You know, people were like, well, you should get out there and, and, and tell your story. I'm just like, you know, I, I was telling you before, I, I just did a podcast with somebody over in, in, in England and they called me a bloke. I said, you know, I, I, I'm just like every other bloke out there. I'm just like every other person that, you know, why me? Why different? But we all have a story. We all have something that's unique to us. We're not all born with the same gifts and talents but we all have the ability to become the best person that we're capable of becoming. And I remember the other day, I read a, an article that said that 84% 84 84 of the people in the United States say they want to write a book. Less than 1% of those people ever do it. Wow. So, you know, when, when you get to that point where, you know, hey, I want to do something, but I'm, I'm going to be resistant. You, you got to get yourself out there. It, you got to get out of that comfort zone. You got to man, this is scary. This is nerve wracking. I don't know how to do this. When I started my blog, literally, it was four pages long. My blog was four pages when I started. It took me four months to do that. And I know people laugh at me. They're like, you know, four months? Are you kidding? But I, I didn't know anything about it. I had to learn, well, what does that mean? I got to go research that and then come back and I could add another step to that blog. So, you know, I, I think when you get to the point where people are telling you to do something, but you don't know anything about it, you know, again, listen to your heart. What does your heart tell you to do? And I always recommend this, especially for young people. If there's something in your heart, something in your soul that is, is you know, itching to get out, that's something you want to do, but it scares you, go ahead and do it. Because if you do that, at the end of your life, the things that you're going to regret are not going to be the things you did. They're going to be the things you didn't do. By that time, it's going to be too late to go back and do it. I love that. Exactly right. I completely agree with that 100%. Being in business for a while, when you start, sometimes that, that fire is fresh. And, and hearing you, that you've been able to keep that and, and maintain that. And, and sometimes doing the day-to-day -day grind, you know, okay, this is the routine. In the beginning, it's exciting. After a while, it's like, okay, we're jumping on another plane. Okay, we're going to go do another thing. And okay, this is kind of how this works. How do you keep that outlook on life day in and day out because uh, i'm sure you know when people ask you to speak sometimes it's over the same topics and so being repeating yourself and going to that the thing instead of just going to the motions you know you can still feel and hear 
that, you know, that passion in, in you. So I'm curious, what, is there anything that you do to help continue that passion throughout all these years? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm alive and, and, and I know that's, oh, yeah, well, we're all alive, but for me, that's, that, that's not a given. I mean, that's something that, uh, you know, I, I talked a little bit about my cancer. And, and so, you know, in, in 2020, I, I had an undiagnosed tumor in my, in my ankle that grew large enough that it fractured my tibia, my shin bone. And I ended up having to have my, my, my leg amputated uh, right in the middle of the pandemic. And I had really just started my, my speaking business. And so it was like, and then COVID hits and, and now I've got to have my leg amputated and all this stuff is going on. And so my doctor ended up showing me my, my CAT scan results back in 2020. And, and I have no medical background, so I, I don't necessarily know how to read a CAT scan, but I kind of know what, you know, what things should be where. And I had all this fluid around my lungs and I had all these tumor, these big tumors in my lungs. And, and I looked at my doctor and I was like, how was I alive? And he's like, I don't know. So that said to me, you know, again, going back to my faith, God's not done with me yet. You know, God wants me, I believe, to, you know, to do this, to tell your story. I mean, really to tell his story, you know, of how I've gotten to this point and stuff like that. So, you know, when I say I'm alive, I, I really mean that. I mean, for me that, you know, for most people, that's like, well, of course you're alive and we're all alive. But for a lot, for me, that's not necessarily a given every day. And that's so when I get the opportunity to talk to people, and again, I had a pivot from, well, this is my speaking business in person to, well, I'm going to do this virtually. And in many cases, I'm going to, I need another venue. Well, that was podcasting that was getting on. And, and I really didn't know about podcasting. So, you know, you, you kind of have to experiment. And I remember my first podcast, I was terrible. I mean, I was so nervous. I had all these notes all around my computer that I, you know, I'm trying to read, you know, and the camera's over here. And it's like, oh my God, that was terrible. You know, but you learn and you get better and things like that. So for me, whatever time I have left on the face of this earth, I, I, I want to have fun with it. I want to, you know, be involved in it. I want to make the, you know, my life be based on the decisions that I made, not the ones that other people made for me or the ones that I didn't make in my life. So I, I guess that's kind of a long-winded answer as to how I have, you know, this emotion and can continue to do this. I love that. That's that's awesome. And the the way you're able to adapt, that that's not something that I would say a lot of people in my experience have. I, I know, especially with my field, which is digital marketing, a lot of the, the hesitation is, well, we didn't grow up with technology and I don't really understand this or I don't know how to learn that. But going through all that stuff, pivoting from a speaking business to a pot, to a virtual and then podcast when you didn't know, learning how to put up a blog step-by-step, step, that that resilience to, to learn and to keep going, where where does that come from? Because that, that is an amazing discipline that I, I wish we all had. I think for me, it really was, I was fortunate. I, I started playing basketball. You can't tell this from looking at me or from my voice, but I'm six foot eight inches tall. And, and I actually played basketball Division One basketball in college at the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina. But I started playing basketball when I was nine. And I played all the way up till I graduated from college when I was 21. And I think what, what team sports, regardless of what the sport is, what team sports teaches us is the importance of being part of something that's bigger than yourself. And, you know, you realize on a team that if you don't do your job, not only do, you know, you let yourself down, but you let your, you know, your other teammates down, your coaches down, your fans down, 
et cetera. And if you think about it, the biggest team game that we all play is this game of life. And, you know, I am on a, a clinical trial drug now for the tumors in my lung, more than likely not going to save my life. But the way I look at it is, you know, with the information that doctors are gleaning from my blood tests and my scans and things like that, maybe it's going to save the life of somebody five years from now or 10 years from now, based on all the data that the doctors have put together. And for me, that's part of being, you know, that's being part of something that's bigger than yourself. So I, I think I found that resilience, you know, playing sports and in, in athletics and things like that. And I was able to to use that in, in my business career. And, I, you know, my first job out of college was in the corporate headquarters of Wendy's International, the hamburger chain in their marketing department. And I was fortunate to be in, in, in that industry kind of in, in its heyday and, uh, you know, learned a lot. But that that wasn't my passion. You know, my passion had always been law enforcement. And, you know, even after Wendy's, I went into healthcare administration and worked for a large hospital and learned a lot. But again, not my passion. And so I was, you know, I got into law enforcement at, at a, a kind of a late age. I was a 37-year-old rookie cop. But I, I think what I learned in athletics really helped me, you know, in my life, whether it was in business or certainly has in these last 10 years fighting cancer. I love that because that just revealed another whole story, learning so much from you in, in this short amount of time, that pivot from, uh, you know, marketing to healthcare to law enforcement. When you say follow your heart, you pivoted career to career to career and then pivoted again here with the speaking. Any tips for people who are trying to find that, people who are starting out and they, you know, begin, I really believe action breeds clarity, but do you have any tips for the people who are starting out and they're going, okay, I thought it was this, it's not this, time to pivot. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, I, I guess maybe I should step back for a minute because, you know, if you look at my resume, so I've got these two jobs in business and then I, I did that pivot and I went into law enforcement and, and you sort of have to know the backstory. So, you know, my grandfather, my dad's father was a Chicago police officer from 1924 to 1954. So was in Chicago during prohibition when alcohol was outlawed in the United States, you know, during the Great Depression in the late 20s, early 30s, and during the, the gangs, you know, Al Capone yeah, and all those guys shooting up the town. And he was actually shot in the line of duty with his own gun. It was not a serious injury. He was shot in the ankle. But my dad always remembered the stories my grandmother told of the knock on the door of Mrs. Tucker, grab your son, come with us, please, your husband's been shot. And, you know, 1935, trauma medicine was a whole lot different than it is in <laughs> 2022. So when I expressed interest in going into law enforcement, my dad was like, oh, absolutely not. You're going to go to college. You're going to major in business. You're going to get a job when you get out, you know, get married, have 2.4 kids and live in the suburbs and live happily ever after. But that's what my dad wanted me to do. That wasn't my passion. But when I graduated from college, my dad was sick. My dad was dying of cancer. So I had a choice. I could say, you know what, dad, I'm going to blaze my own trail. I'm going to follow my heart and do what I want to do. Or I could do what my dad wanted me to do. And out of love and respect for him, I did that. I, I went into marketing, you know, and, and I went into healthcare. And then I sort of joke, I did what every good son did. I waited till my father passed away and then I followed my own dreams. But in, in a way, that was that was it. I mean, I, I think it's important. I think we're all, you know, born to do something. We're all unique. I mean, 
you know, especially the young people today, you know, it's like, you know, I'm special. I got news for you. You're not. You're unique, but you're not special, you know. Especially like so, everyone else. Yeah, especially, exactly. Especially <laughs> like everyone else. You know, you individually can't do squat, but us collectively can do just about anything. So I, I, I think it's important for us to follow our heart. And, to, and, and that's good. It's good to try things and say, you know, I did that. Well, what did you learn? Well, I learned that wasn't my passion. And, and I guess maybe I should back up for a second. A lot of times we think our purpose or our why or whatever you want to call it has to be our job. It doesn't. Right. You know, I mean, your job could be over here. You know, this is what I do to pay the bills. But my purpose, my passion is to write or to be an advocate or, you know, to volunteer. Whatever that that is, whatever that thing in your heart is that, that God puts you on the face of this earth to do, that's what you've got to figure out what that purpose is. And people go from job to job to job. And I, I think back on, and I know this is going to be kind of a funny example, but I, I mean, most of us know Kentucky Fried Chicken. And Colonel Sanders, who started Kentucky Fried Chicken, didn't start that business, didn't start that franchise until he was in his 60s, until after he would retire. Now, I don't know if that was his purpose in life. I'm going to assume that it was. But can you imagine if he didn't, you know, when he was 30, he was like, you know, no, I'm good. I'm done. I'm comfortable. I'm just going to stay right here where I am. We would have never had Kentucky Fried Chicken. So I know people get down. I know they get discouraged. I know, you know, I'm 40 years old. I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. That's okay. Keep going. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. It'll reveal itself. I promise you it will reveal itself. It may not reveal itself right away, but somewhere down the line it will. Great advice. You're very inspiring, Terry. It's hard not to want to get up and go do stuff and want to <laughs> want to go after it now. Um, so if people want to learn more about you or get in touch or have you come speak at, at their organization, how, how do they find you? Yeah. So again, I, I mentioned that blog that I started back in 2019. It's called Motivational Check. Every day I put up a new thought for the day. And with that thought comes a, a question as to how you maybe you can use that thought in your life. On Mondays, I put up the Monday morning motivational message, which is usually a video or a story. Uh, it's a little bit longer, but I understand people's time is at a premium. So I would say if you need a quick hit of inspiration or motivation, go to motivationalcheck.com and, and get that. You can leave me a message there. You can get access to my social media sites. You can get access to my book there as well. So pretty much motivationalcheck.com will get you to me. Awesome. And guys, we will have a link to that in the show notes because I know sometimes it's tough to write things down. So we make it easy so you can just click it and it'll take you right to Terry's blog. Terry, thank you so much for your wisdom and for your inspiration today. And guys, if you listen to this and you don't want to go do something, I don't know what else to tell you because this guy is really inspiring. And I really believe that this is one of those episodes. And I think I've only said this like two or three times that you should really go back and listen to this one because there's some things that, that Terry said and taking it all in, you, you get hyped. I know I'm hyped and, and you listen to the stuff and it sounds good. But when you go every day doing the, you know, doing our jobs, living our lives, doing the things, sometimes you need those reminders of why you're doing what you're doing, that it's not too late, that you can keep going because it, it can be easy to get into your own head, especially right now with COVID. And, and if you're listening to a lot of this stuff, it's really beneficial and you need to be intentional about what you're listening to and who you're listening to. And Terry is one of those people who you should definitely be listening to because 
having that right perspective, having that wisdom and having words from someone who's actually gone through it and knows what they're talking about is vital, especially in a day like right now, where a lot of the stuff that we get, a lot of the stuff that comes at us and a lot of the, I'm going to say the social media input that we get, we don't know if it's reliable and we don't know if the people who are talking about it have actually, you know, practiced what they preached and are actually living what they're saying. And so guys, definitely check out Terry. And Terry, again, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate you having me on. (laughs) No problem. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Olmos SR. That's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmos or website, josholdmossr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.